Welcome back to this edition of Business Over Breakfast here on Tuesday, January 12th. Uh, Going to be doing our daily episode here on Business Over Breakfast. I've got my uh, my Amazon coffee uh, for our show here this morning, not from the actual Amazon, from <laughs> the company, Jeff Bezos, Amazon. And going to be... Um, sipping on that during our episode here today. But the topic for the episode today is going to be a few of the key um, topics or uh, concepts within marketing that we discussed on a new um, a new podcast or sorry, a new uh, social media platform called Clubhouse. I'm sure you've you've probably heard of it. I, I hear it's all over uh, you know link or all over LinkedIn and Facebook especially. Uh, but it's a, a new platform that's pretty cool. The the way that it's set up, it um, you basically you create a room or a club and people can hop in there and start to listen to the session and the conversation that's happening. I've been in some rooms where there's kind of like a panel type uh, speakers up there and then they, they'll pull people into um, kind of the, the stage, I believe they call it, as a speaker and answer questions. And then there's an audience. Um, it's, it's, there's no video. It's all audio, which is kind of cool and um, has been a, a pretty, pretty awesome platform to use. Now, one of the lessons that I learned yesterday <laughs> is I initially was going to record uh, those sessions and then cross-promote them onto the podcast. Uh, unfortunately, uh, one of the uh, I did I um, I was planning on doing that and was on my uh, in the process of getting that that executed and was informed thankfully before any damage was done that you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> so you cannot record, you can't transcribe. Um so that was that was good to know. So yesterday we had session number 1 of the B2B Marketing Mondays um room or club. I'm trying to make it a club on clubhouse, still learning the app, but it was a room that is going to happen on four o'clock or five o'clock PM Eastern time on Mondays. Um, and would encourage you to hop into clubhouse and, uh, come join us, uh, on Mondays for everything B2B marketing, you know, 2020 introduced all sorts of challenges that we've had to deal with as marketers. And I, um, was looking to start something where B2B marketers could come together and um, that I could host and talk about how to market their businesses in 2021. And I thought, what what better place than a uh, new social media platform that you can build a new audience on? So that's what I'll be doing. And today I wanted to talk about three main topics that we discussed during our uh, clubhouse room. One was Twitter versus LinkedIn um, ad spend. So this was interesting. Um, one of the individuals in the room was talking about how they, you know, he's a, a leader of a 12 person team for digital marketing at a, a business. And he was talking about how 
they are thinking about Twitter versus LinkedIn ads. Um, he mentioned that the best thing that he's done on LinkedIn is inline form ads to a applicable audience that has a call to action or a form to sign up for a webinar um, that is more educational in nature and then also kind of sprinkles in product um, and how to do business with them into that webinar. I thought that was a really good idea. He also mentioned that they use these webinars as kind of their pillar piece of content that they then splice and dice and push out into a variety of other mediums. And I thought that was really, really great idea uh, and something that you know I'm, I'm probably gonna emulate here uh, for the software business that we work with. Um, so that was sort of the, um, first topic that we talked about. One of the things that I did talk to him a little bit about though, was, uh, Twitter, because I don't know about you, but I've found it very challenging to take advantage of Twitter as a social media platform. It is pretty depressing going into Twitter, uh, for maybe it's just my feed, but there's a lot of. Um, current event, uh, kind of, it's almost like a stock ticker for current events. You get to see every little, uh, fluctuation in what's happening in the world and which can be a little bit, um, challenging <laughs> to wade through. Um, I've also tried, so I've tried to curate my newsfeed a little bit and make it a little bit more, uh, professional in nature because that's really what I use the social media platforms for, um, is my professional work. And, but, and then the other, the other piece of that is I've had a challenge. It's been challenging, uh, creating a following on Twitter. And I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people around that from what it sounds like the organic reach on Twitter is pretty abysmal. The ways in which you uh, connect with people just with the follow button is a little bit different than LinkedIn um, because just because you follow somebody doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to organically see your content. Now that you follow them, they can, they really need to follow you in order to see your content. So uh, pretty challenging to get um, uh, a, an audience built over there. However, there's a couple LinkedIn influencers, uh, Justin Welsh in particular, that I've noticed that he has um, just been consistent on Twitter, constantly uh, publishing on that platform, and has been um, doing, you know, creating a, a good little following for himself while also promoting his Twitter content on LinkedIn, which I thought was uh, pretty cool. Um, but anyway, from an ad spend perspective, um, the individual I was talking to yesterday, now this is very anecdotal, just one case, but, um, he was saying that for his company, they spend their, in their ad spend, they do about 50% of their spend on LinkedIn and 10% on, uh, Twitter, um, which, and, and he mentioned that that is a result of the success that they are getting out of um, the Twitter ad spend and compared to LinkedIn ad spend. So I uh, would love to hear your thoughts on that. I always leave my email in the show notes. So uh, any of the concepts that we're, that I'm talking about on a daily basis here, 
I would love to get some feedback around and hear what you're thinking um, in regards to those topics. So shoot me an email. Um, it's in the show notes. So topic number two, sip of coffee here first. All right. Uh, topic number two. <clears throat> and this was a very, so there were four main speakers on um, the clubhouse room yesterday. And um, this was a topic that was near and dear to all of the marketers that were in that room. Um, and it's something that uh, I, I hear a lot about when I'm uh, researching marketing. And that is attribution um, and how to measure attribution. So, you know, I, I listen to a real estate podcast, the real estate guys, and they call about, they say, there's no investor left behind. So no marketer left behind here. Attribution is basically the method in which you measure how somebody moves through a funnel. Um, so, and you're, you're measuring the various touch points that that person, that contact has to your business, whether that's uh, via a webinar, via, um, you know, a landing page, uh, uh, in, um, whether that's uh, engaging on a social media post, um, or potentially even um, interacting and consuming your podcast. Now, there are a variety of ways to measure this attribution. Um, what I've found with the people that I was speaking with yesterday, measuring attribution and tying that attribution to revenue is an incredibly essential component um, the people that I was talking to are, uh, people that, um, are working for a company, not necessarily entrepreneurs, except for one of them. One of them was an entrepreneur, but each of them was talking about the importance in when you're speaking with a CFO or a CEO or anybody with a finance background, when they're trying to understand marketing, um, tying your marketing efforts through attribution to revenue, um, has, has been a key variable in explaining and, um, understanding and, uh, validating their work as a marketer. Um, so I got a, I got a little bit of a, a lesson. So these are two, two areas that I think I need to learn more about. Um, the two topics that I've gone through so far, ad spend and attribution, um, the third one was like a third area that I definitely need to learn more about. Uh, I've got a lot to learn, but it's been great learning it all. Um, so one of the things that, uh, the, the individual Michael was talking about in the room was that he utilizes HubSpot because they can have, uh, you know, multi-touch attribution, um, and he can tie and build out a report of exactly uh, he says pure marketing sourced or partial marketing sourced revenue. So pure marketing source revenue is that there was no interaction with that contact outside of the marketing efforts 
and they convert it into a lead and then convert it into a client. And that is pure marketing sourced revenue. Whereas a partial marketing source revenue is something that, you know, sales outbound may have also uh, been a part of the nurturing that lead into the sales funnel. Need some more coffee here. Um, so that, that is, um, the, he uses HubSpot and um, utilizes something called a UTM. Didn't have a chance to look that up. Um, for those of you who are seasoned, experienced marketers, uh, probably chuckling a little bit about the, the UTM comment here, but I, uh, he, he mentioned, so basically, but I understand the premise. It is a tool that you can use, uh, basically like cookies. You know, if you've ever hopped on a landing page for a webinar and it's, it's, it says that, you know, it's tracking cookies. It's a UTM that can then be, um, funneled back into a marketing automation tool set like HubSpot uh, to track a, a contact tax activity uh, across various, um, you know, sources like landing pages or, or social media. So attribution in light of revenue, I think it also spoke to the importance of having revenue be a primary driver and focus for your business when it comes to evaluating marketing. You know, everything has to be attached to revenue. And um, that is what our media is all about, establishing revenue generating methodologies for organizations through podcasting. Revenue generating methodologies for organizations through podcasting. Um, so that's what we'll work on. And it was funny, I was on a call yesterday with a potential customer who it kind of, when it clicked in his mind, um, he was, he said, well, all like the podcast is great, but all this other stuff that you do is almost more important. I said, exactly. It's a revenue generating methodology. A podcast is a random act of marketing, you know, does not inherently correlate to revenue. It ha there needs to be a thread an underlying foundation and goals. Um, and podcasting is just a tactic. Um, so you have a goal strategy and tactic, um, the GSM methodology there. <laughs> um, and your, your tactic of producing podcast episodes should inform a strategy, which then rolls up into a goal. And that goal can be revenue based. Um, the last piece, and I'm only going to spend a couple minutes on this piece because I got to hop onto another call here. But uh, PR, PR um, is a bit of a black box for me as well as many of my colleagues. And one of the things that I um, challenged one of the attendees of the marketing room slash group that we had last night was. Um, how do you protect against flame outs for like big uh, PR type events, like a, a big press event? Um, and they, so this, this individual, she encouraged me to uh, contact partners and work with partners to make sure that, you know, there wasn't a flame out when it came to a PR event. Um, because the last thing you want to do is have nobody show up to something that you've built up is a lot of hype 
Um, it's, there's a lot of trepidation and anxiety, right? When you're building something up to, um, hope that it lands and is valuable and that people show up. And, uh, she recommended that I work with partners if I'm planning on, um, doing any of that, that effort. So those are the three topics that we, uh, focused on in our B2B marketing Mondays, in our clubhouse room, I would encourage you next week, um, which is what the 18th of January, we will be doing our B2B marketing Monday room at 5 PM Eastern on clubhouse. I will not be recording because I'm not allowed. (laughs) Um, but I, uh, am looking forward to another great session talking about all things marketing in the B2B world. And, um, today, uh, you know, we reviewed what ad spend attribution and PR three very different uh, things, but, um, really interesting how revenue is an important aspect of all three and how, uh, those all can be used well during this time of COVID as everybody says, but during the digital age, that has been around forever that people are learning how to adapt to whether they like it or not. Um, ad spend on Twitter, LinkedIn attribution, uh, making sure that you're tracking how contacts are turning into, uh, revenue generating customers and then PR, how to protect against flame outs when it comes to big hype events, um, especially online and how you can, uh, work well with partners to ensure that doesn't happen. Thanks again for tuning in to business over breakfast until tomorrow.